I've never had a call like this in my life. everyone and welcome back to Bigfoot on Trial. Before we start I want to give a quick shout out to PK. Your dad told me how you guys have been camping and listening to my show out in the woods. Thank you for your support. So PK, this show is for you. I hope you're sitting around a fire while you're listening to this. It's going to be more fun that way. Make your dad take you camping more. You have a good one. Enjoy him while he still has the knees to walk on those trails. All right. So PK, here we go. Have you ever been in the woods and wondered what that strange sound was? Maybe tonight we get down to the bottom of that weird noise, maybe not. So I've compiled a pretty lengthy list of sounds that one might encounter in the woods at night, and by no means is it an exhaustive list, but it's a pretty good start. Then we're going to go listen to a few strange sounds that I retrieved from the internet, and trust me, they are not definitive as to what they are, but they still sound pretty cool and thinking about listening to those while you're sitting around the fire or even solo camping, laying in your tent and hearing the sound, um, it's going to be kind of crazy. So how and why did I decide to do this episode? I was watching a show, I think it was called Terror in the Woods or These Woods Are Haunted, I can't remember which one right now, but the exact name's not really that important. Anyway, the the show opens all creepy-like with paranormal music, ghost sounds, you know, etc., that kind of stuff. And then I heard a fox cry. And I realized that a lot of people who go looking for Bigfoot in the woods have absolutely zero woods experience, or the only real experience they have is hiking during the day and looking for a Bigfoot in the evening. Traveling around to different areas they're not familiar with, thus encountering different environments and different animals. So I looked up scary sounds in the woods and quickly realized that a lot of the so-called scary sounds that I was listening to, I could identify as normal everyday animals. However, in the right setting, they could sound scary to someone who doesn't know them, right? So let's bring our longtime special guest, Tim on. So Tim, tell me, what is the scariest sound you've ever heard in the woods? Well... First, I'd like to say that I would like to reach out and say thank you to my wife for getting in touch with you and um, talking to you and explaining the hardships that I've been going through, you know, since Grammy passed. Right, right. Anyway, I just really wanted to, you know, for that to be said out loud. And I totally understand that uh, my wife said that I had to be normal. I'm not sure what that Mm. means, but I'm going to give it a (laughs) shot just for you. Okay. Uh, And, uh... And her, I guess. Right. Anyway, I think one of the strangest things I ever seen in the woods was, wait, well, you already know what I seen in the woods. I told you on the first show. Sure did. But one of the strangest things I heard besides that was the time that I was supposed to meet my friend. We were going to go camping. And he got out there before I did. So I parked and I'm walking down the trail and... 
you know, we didn't have too far. We don't, we don't camp that far. We don't, we don't, we don't park that far in. But as I'm walking through the woods, I hear this rhythmic beating. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. This rhythmic beating. And I'm thinking, what the heck is that? Right. You know, I thought we was coming out here for some peace and quiet, you know, listen to the birds and the crickets, that kind of thing. So as I'm walking down the trail, I hear this, this bumping. Boom, 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 boom. Oh my gosh. Boom. And I'm thinking, well, that don't sound like no, no Native American drums. Hey, be careful. I don't know why I went straight there. I just figured Woods, North Georgia, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it could have been hippies too. I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> So I'm going out there, and I'm walking down the woods, and I hear that rhythmic beating. Okay. And then you know what? What? The guitar started. And you know what that was? What? It was Leonard Skinner. Oh, get out of here. I couldn't believe it. I heard Leonard oh, Skinner God. out in the middle of the woods. And Listen, when I came... Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. What? I, come well, on. It is the strangest thing I heard in the woods besides the time I saw the big beats. That's not exactly what we were talking big about. Big you know the big hairy creatures yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the ones That's i told you about but that is the same i uh, you said to tell you the strangest thing that i ever heard in the woods yes now you don't expect to go into the woods and hear leonard skinner right i guess you not. don't i didn't okay okay so you're talking like <laughs> something scary well i mean i guess yeah. if you didn't like the band i'd be kind of scary right all right you're getting uh, close. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're getting close. All right, that's it. Goodbye. All right. Just kidding. So, Go. something that I heard that was like from an animal or a supernatural mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Okay. Well, I heard, I heard that some people been been hearing strange noises come from the woods. No. You know? And they said it sounded like a lady screaming. Now you're just making stuff up. You haven't heard this. Oh, it has to be something I heard? Yeah. You said I heard that they heard it. That doesn't work that way. No, no. Uh, I know what my wife said. Okay. Yep. Okay. You do what she told you to do, right? But what do you think about that, that thing about the lady screaming? It could have been anything. What do you think about that? It could have been anything. That's why we're here. All right. All right. All right. Um, let's see. The thing that I heard. You have a few seconds left before I no, just I ain't cut you off. I nothing scary in the woods. That's what I thought. The time I saw the Bigfoot. And, Knock it know, off. The noise of Grammy was making it a dent. Oh, come on. Don't do it. Don't, no, I no, know. No, no. You said I had to be good. Okay. Okay. God, no. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Of course, that went just as expected. I knew it would. All right, so let's get started. Let's forget about Tim and his craziness. Um, you know, we're getting closer and closer to only giving him 30 seconds to show. I think I mentioned that before. I am not sure, but I am thinking that we are getting very close to that idea. All right, PK, are you ready? We're going to start listening to some of those sounds. Let's get into this. Just kidding, PK. We have one more thing we have to talk about. It is the mockingbird. This skilled mimicker can get loud and rowdy at night too. So what's interesting about the mockingbird is it doesn't just pick up some of its songs from birds that it's heard. 
It can also do non-avian sounds, meaning sounds that don't just come from birds, but just sounds in general that it hears. And it'll continue adding sounds to its repertoire. I think that's how you say it. All right, it'll continue adding sounds to its long list of already made sounds for the rest of their lives. All right, so they can learn up to 200 different songs during their lifetimes, and sometimes full moons get these things going. So you can take it as what you will, that sometimes maybe the mockingbird is the one that gets startled during the night and does that quick whistle, or something maybe, I mean, we can take it this far, right? Maybe the mockingbird has even heard sounds that a Bigfoot has made, like the whoop or its whistle, right? And you're really hearing a Bigfoot mimicking, oops, and you're really hearing a mockingbird mimic a Bigfoot. Now that's something to think about, isn't it? That's pretty cool. So since we talked about the mockingbird first, I think we're going to talk about the uh, bird sounds that you can hear during the night. They can sound kind of creepy. Okay, PK, here we go. Okay, so this first one, it is going to be the yellow-breasted chat, right? Pretty innocuous. All right, so I know some of these aren't going to sound so crazy, but we're going to be doing a lot of these... Uh, uh, these bird sounds, remember, these are, this is not an exhaustive list, but it's stuff you may run into. So we're going to start with the bird noises, because I know a lot of, uh, a lot of birds are getting credit for some of the big scary sounds. So we're going to listen to some of these, and the first one, like I said, is the yellow-breasted chat, and here you go. All right, so honestly, I don't see anybody actually thinking that that particular sound is going to be anything other than a bird. But this list of birds are sounds that you can hear at night. All right, so we have a pretty lengthy list to go through for birds and then animals and then some other sounds. Uh, so let's get to it. Here is your common swallow. All right, so imagine you're walking through the woods and you startle this particular bird and all you hear is that first whistle, right? You hear that first whistle. It only does one because it's startled and flies away. Uh, that actually happens. I looked it up on the Cornell's uh, ornithology website. That can happen. Birds can give a quick startled whistle and then haul butt out of there. Now, they're not usually their normal songs that they would do like that. But just imagine that one whistle, right? And you gotta wonder, hey, sounds pretty crazy. All right, so this next one, it's gonna be gross. You're gonna hear some stuff in the background. This is the turkey vulture growling. These are the flies. All right, well, that's pretty crazy. I don't know if you can actually hear that or not. So we're gonna try it again. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> okay, all right. So there's the turkey vulture. 
uh, growling, and now we're going to do the Sulawesi Masked Owl. Alright, so that particular one is not so bad, right? I mean, if it was super quiet and all you heard was that, but I think you can pick, you can pick out a pretty good sound on that and realize that it's probably a bird, right? Now here's a crazy one. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. That's the next one. That's the next one. Now we're going to a spotted owlet. All right, again, uh, for the people who spend time out in the woods, you know that this is some type of bird. It's not all that big a deal. Uh, but, you know, we have a lot to get through. I'd say that we started with some of the least scary ones, but we're going to end up moving towards it. Okay, so this next one, uh, it's a peacock. Now, I can honestly tell you that down in South Georgia, um, when I was policing, I ran into several of these birds. And I even had some strange calls at night about screaming coming from the woods. And while I was talking to the person, we heard something that sounded similar to this. Okay. So if you're not familiar with that, and you hear that, trust me, that sound carries a very long way. And even off in the distance, your first thought is, what the heck is that? Right? All right. So remember, you can be picturing hearing these sounds as you're sleeping in your little sleeping bag in the night by yourself or sitting around the campfire with your dad. And all of a sudden you hear, what the heck was that, right? All right, that is nothing more than the great horned owl. All right, so moving on to other types of owls, we got a whole list to go through. This is the owl saw, I think, sawwet, S-A-W-W-H-E-T. That's actually pretty cool, right? And here's another one. Oh my goodness, that's just actually really pretty and cool, isn't it? <laughs> All right, the great horned owl. All right, just so you know, we have a couple of those around here up in uh, north of Atlanta. I've heard those in my backyard. Great horned owl again. Now the Eastern Screech Owl. Oh my gosh, that could put you to sleep, right? Hear that again. Gosh, that's amazing. I love that sound. That is so soothing. Oh my goodness. How about the Bard Owl? 
who cooks for you, right? Everyone knows that one. That's pretty cool. Here it is again. Yeah, you heard a second one come in at the end of that, right? All right, the barred owl again. It's pretty fascinating, isn't it? All right, so I've actually heard this next one uh, described as creepy. I've heard the next one on television or some podcast. I can't remember. Maybe it was YouTube when I was researching this saying, what the heck is this? It sounds so creepy. And I guess it would if it was dead silent and then all of a sudden you heard this. Anybody know what that is? That's a loon. That's just a loon. All right. Oops, I forgot a second sound was coming. Okay, so the loon, you loony. <laughs> I know, I'm stupid. All right, the night hawk call. Now, I have to admit, when I saw night hawk, I pictured a lot crazier sound, you know, that was going to come out, you know, but that's what came out, the night hawk. Okay, not so crazy, not so scary. Uh, we have what's called the limpkin. All right, again, not so scary. Remember, this is about sounds you may hear during the night, whether they're common or uncommon, whether you know them or don't know them. We're just trying to get used to what kind of things you can hear during the night. And just so you know, on the website, BigfootForensics.com, if you go find this episode's documents, you're going to find for each of these animals that I put on uh, today's show, you're going to find habitat maps. So you can look into your area and see if you would actually find these. Uh, that's, I thought I'd be pretty nice. Here's the long-eared owl. <coughs> that's kind of crazy. Let's hear that again. <coughs> eh. Not that great a recording. Here's the least bittern. I guess it's not as bitter as the others. I don't know. Okay, that doesn't really sound like a bird all that much, but it sounds like something crazy scary laughing in the woods at you, right? You could easily think there's some type of monkey or something in the woods pointing at your tent and laughing like he's about to kill you, right? Let's listen to that again. That sounds pretty creepy. Yeah, I don't think I would think that was a bird, but there it is. The great gray owl. All right, now this is a quail, the Gamble's quail. Okay, and the eastern screech owl. Pretty neat. Now, I even threw an emu on here. <laughs> Did you know emus make that noise? It almost sounds like an alligator. Oh. Okay, that sounds scary, but I'm guessing with that low of uh, pitch that that really didn't travel very far. Of course, I have no idea. All right, so we're going to try the, uh, we'll try that. Well, I'm going to hit the button for California quail now.
Actually, that sounds kind of creepy. Huh. I was just picturing myself at night, and all of a sudden I hear, ah. <laughs> All right. The burrowing owl. It's very close to the quail, isn't it? Let's try the ah, same thing, burrowing owl. The barn owl. Be prepared. All right, so funny story, that particular bird, when I first got my border collie, Lyra, you know, she's black and white, and I noticed that the white's really standing out, and I knew about the, the big owl that was out in the backyard. So uh, when she was about, what, only seven or eight pounds, I was concerned about the big, giant, great horned owl that was in the backyard, or near the backyard, deciding to swoop down and take her. So I was walking around the leash, getting her, you know, acclimated to going outside and me just being an overprotective parent. And we have a big magnolia tree that's in our backyard. And about 20 foot up, I heard directly over me. Not even funny. Do you know that I was wearing pajama pants and I still reach for my, my uh, service pistol? Uh, felt pretty silly. I almost fell on the ground. And I don't, I don't even know if my dog was, she was probably just fine, but because I didn't even bother to look, it scared me. So, oh, anyway, here's another barn owl. Like what the heck, what thing in nature should be making that noise just because, right? Imagine you're in the woods. You could mistake that waking up for almost anything. It's not right. They should, they should not do that. All right. Remember the quick little Bigfoot whistles that we sometimes hear? That, my friend, is the common bob white quail all over the South. Yep. All right. So I actually only hit the button too many times, but that's okay. And it doesn't seem to want to stop. There we go. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go away from birds. And we're now going to listen to some of the more common sounds. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say that. I, I misspoke. We're going we're gonna to look at some of the, uh, the other sounds that we get. Okay. So here we go. The wolf. We're going to listen to a, several wolf howls. Now, I don't care who you are. You hear that in the woods, it's going to sound creepy, right? All right. So I want you to pay particularly close attention to the pitches on those two wolf howls, okay? So everyone knows the common first one. All right, now the second one, I want you to notice that it's a different pitch and it's much, much lower. And tell me it doesn't get close to something that you guys have heard before that you are told is you know what. Now, it does have a distinct canine quality about it, right? I'm just talking about uh, all those wolf sounds are not, are not the same. You got to remember that there's young wolves, there's 
juveniles, there's teenagers, there's adults, and then there's the old crotchety ones who are making the lower sounds, right? All right, here's a timber wolf. Ah, with a loud-ass dog, I forgot about this one. Let's get rid of you. All right, the red wolf, not so common in the United States, right? Low populations. We're told it doesn't exist in Georgia. However, I have captured on my trail camera a red wolf before. Um, it was solitary, and um, first we thought it was a really, really large coyote, then realized once we got out there and did some measurements that it was too big for a coyote. Um, but here it is. We're told it doesn't exist in North Georgia, but it does. Very close to the timber wolf and the other wolves. And then, of course, the horrifying thing that can make other campers go holy crap because they're so common and they sometimes surround your camp. Coyotes. Okay, so often thought to be a good indicator of Bigfoot being around is hearing coyotes, right? Because a lot of people say that they hear Bigfoot sounds going in with the coyotes. Um, I would just like to say that it's entirely possible. I mean, when the coyotes start going around here, I hear other dogs joining in. And to be honest and fair, I can't tell the difference sometimes between dogs howling with them as long because you got some big dogs small dogs they're going deep too <clears throat> um, but I couldn't tell the difference uh, here's a few more Can you imagine being surrounded by that I have been it's freaky here's a dog <laughs> Okay, some things that other things that you can hear during the night that you wouldn't expect to hear. Everyone thinks that all, most of the large animals are sleeping, right? So let's not forget that there are a crap ton of animals that are roaming around at night that are not going to hurt you, PK. They're just walking around, but they may make some noises. And hearing the sounds from them can help you identify them and say, oh, that's just a buck or that's just the mama deer, the doe. So let's listen to some of those. Here's a tending butt grunt. Right? That's kind of weird. Here is a deer wheeze. Now you will hear a deer wheeze a lot, right? Because that's basically a warning to all the other deer that, oh crap, danger, there's somebody over here. They give you away like crazy. All right, here comes some of the scarier sounds you'll hear that most people attribute to something that basically they don't know what it is. Here are some foxes. That's nothing more than a red fox, guys. 
Now, it could sound creepy. I'll give you that. It's just a red fox. We'll listen to it again. All right, now we'll get into the creepier sounds of the fox. Remember the baby crying in the woods thing? The lady crying in the woods? Here it is, it's just a fox cry. Again, just a fox. I believe they call, I think that's the fox's territory, territory call. Okay, so, those are some pretty interesting sounds you can hear. We're not done. Let's get on to this one. Alright, so here's the deal. It's labeled as moose, because... The place I got it said that was a moose. It sounds pretty close to an elk, but what do I know? We don't have moose down here in Georgia. So I'm going to take their word for it and say there is a moose. All right. How many people can tell me what that is? That's a moose too, right? So we hear some strange sounds on the internet saying, listen to this Bigfoot call. And I want you to listen to that again. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Since I'm from Georgia, if I was camping up in, uh, well, wherever their moose are, I'll be honest with you, uh, that wouldn't sit well with me if I heard that in the middle of the night. Or even during the day, I wouldn't be happy with where I was at. But now that I know that that's a moose, uh, I'll just be more scared. <laughs> Holy crap, there's a moose nearby. <laughs> All right. Again, nothing you should be terribly concerned about. It's just a black bear, right? Listen to that again. It's a black bear. Okay, so moving on to the larger bears, the brown bear, grizzly bear. Now that is pretty distinctive. scary. Holy crap, I wouldn't want to be around that. Can you imagine being asleep and hearing that right outside the tent knowing there's just a little bit of nylon between your head and that giant mouth? You could almost feel the breath coming right through the tent and touching your face. Holy crap. Hope you sleep well, PK. was a cat right 
Oh my goodness, I accidentally put leopard in there. Oops. How about a bobcat growl? Here we go. Now we have bobcats all over Georgia. This is fascinating. I've never heard one like that. But he doesn't, he doesn't sound happy at all, right? Hopefully it's just in heat and a little frisky. <laughs> okay, and then we do have these. There are cougars. They say there aren't. There are. Mountain lion, cougar, whatever. I have some better sound for that in a minute, though. All right, so. All right, here's something you don't expect to think to hear at all. Rabbit sounds. They're scary, man. They're high-pitched as all get out, but I don't think you'll be confusing it with a Bigfoot. But just knowing what this is may help you get back to sleep. <coughs> Sounds like a crying baby. Here's another one. Oh, that's the same one. How about this one? What the heck? You imagine waking up to that? Holy crap, it's just a rabbit. All right. I gotta, oh, th that would drive me crazy. All right, here goes the striped skunk. What? All right. That's kind of anticlimactic. All right, just for kicks and giggles, I'm gonna play gorilla. You're never gonna hear one in the woods, but who knows? I hope not. Okay, I really don't ever want to hear that. How about this from... A... <laughs> you may hear that. I've heard that out in the woods because I didn't know how close I was to a farm. All right, how about this next one? <laughs> yep, that's a Wookiee. That's a Wookiee from Star Wars. Here we go. Here's a bull moose. <laughs> Holy crap. Dude sounds angry. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So there still are some of these left in the world. Uh, it's a bison. Not that one's going to be wandering up to your tent or anything, but still kind of crazy. Chimpanzee. All right. Whatever. All right, guys. For the people in the south, here's your alligator. I don't have a lot of sounds, but I do have one. I'm hoping that came up because it's pretty low. Of course, the people hiking in North Georgia and on the AT, you're not going to really have any issues with alligators. So that's pretty cool. But how about badgers? What the heck? Yeah, that's a badger. I, I don't understand it either. How about just a regular bull? Oh, all right, and an elk. So there you have it. We have an elk. Okay, guys. So let's see. So what I did was um, 
I wanted to go through some of the more common sounds that you'll hear and such as the deer calls, right? Um, you're going to run across a lot of this. So here is a white tail wheeze. And remember, we already talked about that before and again. The butt grunting. And here is a sniff. <laughs> now, the white tail rage grunt. Now, what the heck? All right. <laughs> now, if you weren't careful, you would think that Bigfoot was standing outside your tent, chattering his teeth, and then burping at you, right? Let's listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was funny. Now, unfortunately, we do have to listen to some of these. Um, this is a fawn in distress, which honestly, it's going to be heartbreaking, but it is a sound that you need to understand and hear. That can be pretty, that can be pretty, uh, get your heart going, right? Okay. Whitetail buck ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitetail breeding bellow. Alright, so we, we covered, we, we covered, you know, most of the deer sounds. Okay, I mean... That, that's what you're going to run across. I think the most distressing ones are going to be the fawns. Should they be in trouble? Should the coyotes be getting them? You're going to hear some of those kind of sounds. And that's sad. And it, ugh. anyway, so let's move on to some. Uh, I think we got a couple more. We're going to listen to a few of the bobcat sounds. Um, <clears throat> now, we do have a lot of those down here. Uh, we don't have a lot of cougar. Um, so... Well, I mean, we have them, but we don't have a lot of them. So here we go. That's pretty scary. Right? Such a little cat makes such a big noise. All right, that just sounds like my cat. Yep. Alright, so if you hear, I'm just clicking through them. It sounds like every sound that this person downloaded, or I guess it's me now, uh, for the bobcat only got really, really angry sounds. Alright, so what we're going to do now is, <clears throat> I'm not entirely sure, I didn't look up the, I mean, I know I put the, uh, the map, the habitat map, and I'm pretty sure I included the wild boar. I don't exactly remember in my head where it, they all are, but I know we have them here in Georgia. Um, all right, see, that right there, that's pretty scary, right? Again, that could be misidentified for a lot of different things. Definitely not good things. 
But still, could you imagine hearing that while you're in your tent? Or just sitting by the fire and it comes from behind you? Holy crap. people. Oh, I think we have one more. Okay, the wild boar doesn't disappoint for crazy sounds. That's actually pretty insane. Um, so I grew up in Germany. We were there for about close to 10 years. And uh, I was always told that as I walked through the woods, um, always be picking out a tree just in case you saw a wild boar, especially one with its babies. And I used to think, okay, 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 okay. So me and my friends, uh, well, my friend, he used to, we used to like to go camping and stuff. And it was pretty cool. We'd just walk out into the middle of the woods and keep walking. No trails, no nothing, just off trail and pick a spot. And one night we heard some crazy, crazy stuff. And it turned out to be the wild boars. From then on, let me tell you something, because we went and we found tracks. And what they were doing is nearby there was an apple orchard. And they were coming in to eat the apples. And we weren't too far from that. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. All right, so I had a little sound effect thing going on, and that was pretty funny. All right, so before we go any further, um, we're going to do a couple bat sounds. Then we're going to go into some frog calls, and then we're going to go into some of those scary unknown sounds that we have heard. Okay, so um, on the bat sounds, um, everybody's heard bat sounds on television, that high-pitched high little squeak thing, right? Um, and I can't remember which number it is on the sound pad, so I may miss it. But there was one particular one that I found extremely interesting that it was different from all the rest. And I wish I knew the name of the bat, but I don't. So, all right, so those are the bat sounds we're used to hearing, right? Oh, there it is. There's the classic. There it is. Okay, so fascinating, right? That, my friends, is a bat that could easily be mistaken for a whistle. Right? Oh my goodness, so how do we distinguish what we're hearing, right? Well, we really can't, and that's the... that's. Some of these things are so close to what we are calling Bigfoot calls, right? Um, the thing is, is we know a bat made this sound because it was observed making this sound. But that's just a quick little point. We'll get more into that in a minute. So we're going to round this up with toads and frogs. And believe it or not, you think it sounds silly, but you're about to hear all these toads and frogs right here are going to be from North America. And I find it pretty interesting, but here we go. The American bullfrog. Okay, so the American bullfrog, uh, the green frog, this is kind of creepy. 
So it almost sounds like, uh, honest, honestly, it almost sounds like there's a bunch of, uh, it almost, hold on. It almost sounds like there's a bunch of, uh, it almost sounds like there's a bunch of people talking. All right, so now we're going to move to the leopard frog. Not very loud, not very entertaining. The mink frog. All right, again, not so, not so bad. The wood frog. I think if anything, you wouldn't feel threatened by that. But you may just be like, what the heck is that sound? But you know it's probably not uh, anything big, right? The I think it's the boreal or the boreal chorus frog. I never know how to pronounce that. Everybody has heard that sound. That's the sound that puts you to sleep, right? All right. And then the western chorus frog. Very, very similar. Very, very similar. Okay, the spring peeper. Yeah, now you've heard that noise before and now you know what it is. You can impress your friends and say, it's the spring peeper. It's just a frog. Blanchard's cricket frog. Now, I've not heard of this one before. Makes sense. It's, it clicks kind of like a cricket, right? That makes sense. That's pretty fun. Okay, the American toad. Man, that sucker's loud and obnoxious, isn't he? All right, the gray tree frog. We only have a few more left. Okay, and let's see, Cope's Gray Tree Frog. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference, honestly. Let's stop that. The Canadian Toad. These toads are probably going to sound pretty similar, right? Holy crap! That sounded like a piece of electrical equipment going bad. All right, the Great Plains Toad. Oh, sorry, the Plains Spadefoot Toad. Same thing. Oof. Fowler's Toad. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. The Pickerel Frog. <laughs> I think I accidentally skipped over the Great Plains Toad. Let's not leave him out. All right, maybe not. But there you go. A bunch of sounds that you wouldn't be able to name, but you probably wouldn't be terrified of. Uh, at least the majority of them you would recognize as 
a frog or something that's not dangerous, right? Okay, so here we go. The reason that we know these sounds come from certain animals is that we've observed these animals making these noises, right? They've been confirmed. So why is this important? We have a lot of sounds that we identify as having come from Bigfoot. We treat these sounds as absolute. I've seen it. I go online and this is a Bigfoot. Scientifically, I have to say, how do you know you didn't see a Bigfoot making that noise, right? And then the other side of me says, well, what else can make that noise? Because I've seen some of the, uh, the research done in the, not only the linguistics, but also just the uh, sound investigation and analyzation, uh, which shows that there are different levels within some of those howls that humans cannot make, right? Um, now, I don't know if anyone's familiar, but you know, the tiger, when it roars, uh, sometimes it does, ah, uh, uh, shoot, I delved into something without doing the research first. Y'all need to look up the tiger roar and how it can do several different, or like two different frequencies at the same time. And one of them so low and so guttural that it can actually uh, like disable you for a second just on the, the growl or the roar. And you should look that up and I probably should have before the show, but it just popped into my mind while we were talking. All right, so one of the issues that I have with not really having a way to know what's making the sound is this. We're all aware, we're listening to the show. Um, I went to a Bigfoot conference in Dillard, North Georgia this past weekend. Um, so there's a number of Bigfoot investigators uh, and, and hunters, they're, they're growing every day, right? There's a larger number of people using various methods to make knocks and howls in the woods. There's maps of these sounds and knocks popping up all over. Some are integrating their information with one another, you know, like sharing their information from map to map. And that's great. The only problem I see so far with all of this is there's no deconfliction going on with these investigations. Example, uh, these serious investigators, amateur investigators, random campers, even hikers are knocking on trees and doing howls. So how does one distinguish between the real deal from just hearing another investigator further away making sounds? I've seen and heard people using the Ohio howls on large speakers, blasting them into the forest. If I was a mile away, how would I know that this was a person blasting this on a speaker, right? So now let's say this person that heard it reports it to someone who adds it to the map. Now we have a false positive, a bad data being added to the map. However, there is one way around this. The investigators at least could be logging how they made their howl or knock, where, what location, what time of day, um, you know, like using their GPS coordinates, all that kind of good stuff. And, but this information needs to be shared across the board. Um, We'll always have this issue of the campers and the hikers, right? That's not going to really change. Um, but we can spread the word. But realistically, it's not really going to happen like we want it to. A place to input the deconfliction information would be great. Being aware of these other things and how they could be another person is just keeping an open mind, which is what we're really asking others to do when we talk about Bigfoot, right? So the whole theory is is basically that if we had a website or a place to log the information of where we made our howls and knocks or if we made a howl, what kind of howl, um, were we doing whoops, whistles, banging on trees, banging on trees with what, at what location, then the investigator who heard something could actually go on a website and check and see if other investigators were in the area, right?
deconfliction. That way we don't have a bunch of false data being populated on maps as we heard sounds here, we heard knocks here, and just automatically attributing it to Bigfoot. Because right now we have no way of knowing. So we've been having fun listening to sounds tonight that have been identified. Let's listen to a few that would scare the crap out of us if we heard these in the middle of the night and we were by ourselves. When you listen to these, picture yourself in a tent, lights out, and you wake up to this. All right, PK. All right, on this, um, uh, the, I'm sorry, uh, I got this one from online. It's entitled, it was on YouTube, it was entitled, loud scream in the woods that made me run okay all right <clears throat> so here we go and loud scream in the woods okay i'm gonna hit it again Okay, so honestly, it's pretty far away, and there were several things that we listened to tonight. If any of our listeners have picked up that sound from something we listened to, because I'm going to be honest with you, now that I've gone through all of the, the little sounds that we did earlier, and now that I hear that, it sounds familiar, and I can't put my finger on it. So if any of the listeners want to le reach out to evidence at BigfootForensics.com and let me know what you think, or for that matter, what anybody thinks about any of these sounds, reach out. That would be awesome. So now we are going to go to, let's see, the next one. It's, oh, I'm sure if you're into Bigfoot, you've heard this one. It's the truck driver one that was in Oregon, Danny Ramirez. He's the one that heard the sounds and pulled over and recorded this. Is that? Absolutely, okay. Yeah, um, let's be honest here. That is kind of creepy, and I'm hoping that that I mean that's just <laughs> okay. So I put this on here just because it's not the normal mountain lion sound that you hear or that most people hear. Uh, but I did include the mountain lion scream, possibly in heat, because this isn't something that you normally hear from mountain lions. Well, that most people normally hear. And hearing this uh, is pretty unsettling. hearing that out there oh at least you know what direction it's coming from right all right this next one was posted by jim hammer on facebook wanting help identifying what this sound is now this is the classic sound
right? So, <laughs> all right, we're going to listen to that one again. Here it goes. have no clue um i don't know but that sounded like something falling or being thrown into the uh into the woods right there at the end um all right so this next one this is uh by a uh, uh made in northern illinois in 2015 by a horticulturist who was picking and filming mushrooms uh this is actually from the history channel um this is pretty awesome, too. Now, if you watch the entire video, go look it up. Mushroom Picker on YouTube. Here's scary sound or something like that. But what you're going to find is this guy walking around for a long time filming mushrooms and talking about them. And then while he's filming one particular mushroom, he hears this. I'm getting this footage. And... Did you just that? That was it. Piss them out. <laughs> I'm getting this footage. So yet again, I swear that we've heard some of those sounds before um, earlier. So again, everybody jump on, start sending those emails, evidence at bigfootforensics.com. Uh, if you call in and no, I'm not going to do that. I almost tried to give away free stuff. I don't have anything to give away yet. All right. Uh, all right, how about this? The first person that makes contact with me about this particular episode, I'll send them a free shirt. All right, there we go. Just get in contact with me. Tell me something cool. Don't just go, hey, I'm getting in contact, right? Give me something, and then I'll give you something. All right, so let's listen to the mushroom picker again. I'm getting this footage. And... Did you just that? That was it. Piss them out. Have <laughs> you getting out too? <laughs> All right, I don't think we have too many more. There we go. Uh, I think it's the last one. All right, I think it's the last one. Uh, woman has scary encounter with something screaming in the woods. All right, so uh, a lead up because I think this is going to be hard to hear. Uh, at least I'm not sure. I'm going to do my best in post, but. Uh, this lady on the YouTube channel, she's driving down uh, a dirt road. She has her window down and you can hear some screams off in the distance. And then she kind of slows down and she almost to a complete stop, but not a complete stop. And she holds her phone up to the window and she hears uh, this. And, and I think, yeah, I think I even tried to like amplify it a little for the next. Uh, yeah, here we go. Oh my god no <laughs> right now i went back and i like took that clip and i tried to like amplify just what she was hearing before she says oh my god no <laughs> oh my god no all right let's hear that scream again oh my god no yes yes not no all right let's listen to the original again 
Oh my God, no. Okay. Yeah. I think I would be feeling exactly the same way because out of all of the ones that we listened to, that last one, if it's real, that would be the one that scared me the most. But I have to say that she should be thankful she's in her car and it's still running and she's still going because in a movie scene, that car would have broke down, right? All right, PK, can you imagine hearing that coming from the tent while y'all are in the middle of sleeping? Oh, my goodness. All right, so we have come to the part of the show where I say thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. I'm sorry it's been a long time. We're going to start putting them out more frequently. I promise you that. Um, also, if you have any questions, you have anything you'd like to add, anything you think we could talk about, any new topics, just reach out to evidence at bigfootforensics.com. Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and change that. The first five people that reach out to me get a, a Bigfoot on Trial t-shirt. Um, it's pretty cool. If you go on the website, you'll see the, uh, the uh, logo there. Uh, just tell me what size, what color. I'll get it out to you. I promise you that. Uh, so how we end it all? We end it all with a dad joke, right? Ooh. All right. Here it comes. What do you get when Bigfoot stomps on your garden? Squash. <laughs> you get squashed. You know, I'm thinking now that when I saw that, uh, wouldn't a better answer have been, what do you get when Bigfoot stomps on your garden? It should be squashed, squash, squash, something. I don't know. All right. So I messed that up, but it's still squash. That's the answer. Thank you for listening. Again, Bigfoot on trial at BigfootForensics.com. Hit me up. Thank you for listening. He was holding her baby the way a human would, but says that baby had a face only a mother could love. Ooh.